Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the orchestrator of the Poetry Superhighway and your host for this hour of open reading. I hope you call in. I hope you uh, have a poem to read. I'd love to hear from you. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. This is a great opportunity for you to read a poem to a worldwide audience as well as to tell us what's going on in your poetry world. Maybe you have a new book out, um, you want to let us know about your website, um, a reading coming up, a contest that you run, whatever's going on in poetry that you want to share, that's what we're about, exposing as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. So call in 646-716-7362. Welcome to everyone who's listening live. Welcome to... Those of you who are listening to this show in the archive after the fact, which makes me wonder how far into the future are you listening to this show? What is the world like? Is it a hundred years from now? Did I ever win the lottery? And if so, can you pass on the numbers to me so that way that could happen? Anyway, welcome to everyone. Thanks so much uh, for being a part of Poetry Superhighway Live. Call in 646 716 7362. A few things to tell you before we get going with our open readers. First of all, I just want to give a final shout out and thanks to everyone who participated in our uh, poetry contest, which completed a few weeks ago. Um, I want to congratulate all the, the winners. I want to thank the judges for all of the work that they did in scoring all of the poems. I hope you had the chance to read the winning poems on our website. Uh, just click, uh, I think it's still on the front page. If you scroll down, it's uh, four weeks ago or so. They were Poets of the Week. Um, and I also want to thank all of the sponsors. We had a ton of sponsors who donated um, over 100 prizes, which which basically guaranteed that every single person who entered the contest got a prize just for entering. And I'm proud to report that 90 5% of the sponsors have followed through and sent their prizes off to the uh, people who they were supposed to send them off to and notified me that they sent them off. There's still one or two who missed the deadline, but uh, if you're uh, one of those sponsors, um, more importantly, if you're one of the people who haven't received your prize yet, um, don't worry, I'm on top of it, and uh, I will keep up with the sponsors until um, we for sure get get your prizes out. Though most of them been sent, have been sent out, so that's cool. If you participated in the contest, uh, maybe call in, let us uh, let us know what, what that was like for you, what prize you got, as well as maybe you can read one of the poems that you entered as well. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. That is the past, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, the Poetry Superhighway, we're in the middle of running our 11th annual ebook free for all. So, what's the ebook free for all, and how do you participate? Those are great questions. Thank you for asking. So, this kind of grew out of the other similar project that we run uh, in uh, another part of the year. I think over. I don't remember when we run that. February, March. It's not now. I don't have to know now, but it, it happens later at another time. The Great Poetry Exchange, where people pledge to send one copy of their book to a randomly selected other participant, and in exchange, they will receive a poetry book from yet another participant. So when I first started that project, people asked if they could join in with ebooks, and the answer at the time was no, because we um, really 
thought that, you know, if someone's going to go through the trouble of physically mailing their book to someone else, they should get a physical book in the mail. And that's not uh, that's uh, an ebook isn't isn't that. But with that in mind, with that, well, why not do something just for ebooks so everyone can participate um, in some way? So that's what's happening now. It's it's the ebook free for all. This is how it works. It's different than the great poetry exchange basically the entire month of november which we're just now halfway through we um are uh, soliciting your ebook submissions there's an online form that you fill out it's pretty simple you just fill in uh your name the title of the book and your website if you have one and a 50 word or less description you attach there's a little button that lets you do this the pdf of your ebook there's more information on that and you click submit, and that's it. And I add it to the roster of ebooks. Uh, currently, there's about 20, I think, that we've gathered so far. Then what will happen is at the end of the month, or exactly on December 1st, for the entire 24-hour period, on December 1st, every single ebook that was sent in will be freely available to download by anyone, not just the people who participated, but by anyone who wants to download um, any of the ebooks. Uh, I know that uh, from the past, having heard from people who've participated and how they've participated, I know some people look through all the titles and, and download the ones that they think are most interesting, um, that they might like, and other people download every single one of them, uh, some people download just one or two, some people more, and some people all of them. So, um, uh, and then, and this is kind of cool, just for fun. Um, I, of course, uh, running the website, I can tell how many times each one was downloaded. So after the free for all is over at uh, uh, midnight on, uh, or I guess 11:59 and 59 seconds on um, uh, on the evening of December 1st, we're gonna. Uh, well, actually, it won't be that exact second, but that's when the ebooks will stop being available. But shortly thereafter, I will put up another page um, which uh, continues to list all the ebooks and will let you know how many times each one was downloaded. So that's kind of cool, just for fun to know what books uh, um, more people were interested in based on the descriptions, etc. So, a couple little caveats on that before we get to our open readings. Um, uh, in the description, uh, we, in the uh, in the online form, we ask that your the description of your book be 50 words or less. So that's important, um, uh, just for the sake of, of of not having super long descriptions. Um, and you need to know that we're we're really strict on that. If if a description comes in and it's 51 words. Um, we we look at that as larger than 50, and so we're going to send it back to you and say, hey, your description was longer than 50 words. Can you please send in a new description that's less than 50 words or 50 words or less? And we're not going to put your book up until that's the case. So keep that in mind. Save yourselves a troubling step of having to redo your description and make sure it's 50 words or less. Um, and the other thing, uh, the ebooks have to be PDF, so that way they're uh, viewable by by anyone. Um, we 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 aren't accepting EPUB or other uh, you know quote ebook formats. Um, just PDFs, and your ebook has to be less than one megabyte. Uh, help conserve internet traffic and uh, and and server loads and and all of that. So um, that gets kind of that's fairly simple to do if you're book is just text, but if we're using graphics and things like that on the cover or maybe even throughout the book, you have to make sure to optimize those graphics, make them small enough in resolution and in size so they still look good on the screen but um, but, but won't um, take up a lot of space. So you don't want to put in like a 50-inch image that you've shrunk to the size of the ebook because that's too large. Shrink it to 8 inches or whatever it is. Now, this all just kind of sounds dirty as I go on, but uh, that's not the intention. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join in with the ebook free for all um, and call in. Again, the number is 646 716 7362. Um, our first caller is from the 705 area code. Hello. Hi, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. Rick, it, 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 I wrote. It, it, this is. This is Alex, right? It, it, sometimes I, the, it's just uh, from from Canada. Am I right there in recognizing your voice with those few words? Nail on the head, Rick. Fantastic. Okay. Well, good to good to good to have you back, Alex. 
Thank you, sir. Rick, with the terrorist attacks that happened in Paris, France on Friday, I've written a poem that will defend the love and the honor of that country and all of the dismay and um, all of the, you know, everybody in the world who abhors all of this violence and all of this uh, false false impressionism or whatever you want to call it in the name of whatever when when they kill innocent people and just try to make uh, people's lives complete misery so I've written one in defense of that country and uh, it's called No Mercy it goes like this a coward is a coward so praise on the innocent those who are defenseless unable to muster a response but to awaken a people is to stir their pot in the name of a false cause, which requires a swift retaliation, as the motive is to inflict as much suffering as possible in simultaneous attacks. But then there are residuals, like aftershocks, to keep a steady unrest reason to close your borders and declare a state of emergency. To contain this threat, to put the shoe on the other foot, to ferret out the vermin who are responsible to be granted no mercy, but issued lethal force to acquire complete capitulation. As enough is enough, war measures are enacted to subdue and render a hideous antagonist, to have no questions asked. Just the fact so did what they did utters the cries of foul play and the calls for a relentless pursuit to use whatever means to bring them to justice, to exact a retribution, not to face a court or sit in a cell in order to balance the scales so forfeit their presence on this earth. Thank you. Wow, did you did you just write that uh, in response to um, you know this week? To what happened on Friday, and the fact is that on Friday morning at work, before this ever happened, I wrote another one that was called Salvation. That some kind of clairvoyancy was coming through me, and I felt something. I didn't know exactly, but then when it happened, I knew that it was connected with what I wrote in the morning. But this one came after the fact, after it happened. Oh, that's interesting. Do you happen to have that one uh, uh, in front of you, Alex? Salvation? I have it. I have it. You want me to read it, Rick? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Salvation. Give me one sec. I'll open up the page. No problem. When do, uh, it, okay, as long as it's okay with you to read it, Rick. Yep. Absolutely, go for it. Okay, okay, salvation. When do we stop this insanity? As there is a finite tolerance, we as a species must extricate hatred and violence. This makes my blood boil. We need to peacefully coexist. Did we not learn from the demise of Hiroshima? People vanished in vapors. We are all near such extinction not at the hands of an asteroid, but by our own ignorance, to spoil a natural beauty, to perpetuate aggression, which is our Achilles' heel and our ultimate undoing. This is our ugly side, one we can't seem to tear ourselves away from, one I won't identify myself with. Is this so entrenched inside of our veins that we can't see the light of day? This darkness clouds our minds, as if we're pieces on a chessboard, but negative emotions do not control my being. I'm not a puppet on a string. I see images in their true shades, not as some would like me to believe. I will not write us off. Not all follow blindly. I'm proactive, not reactive. I don't wait until it's too late. There's more to life than just taking a life. For when we give life, then we move closer to our salvation. Very nice, Alex. So you're saying that you you wrote that um, j- just before you heard the news of the attacks? 
Um, about four or five hours before, Rick, I wrote this Friday morning. And wow. my spirit told me, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like my shaman friend who, who would say, that is very clairvoyant. But if I would have called anybody in France, if I would have had that inclination, they wouldn't have believed you. Even though a lot of police forces throughout North America and the world, they use clairvoyance and psychics and mediums in order to find missing people or to solve crimes and things like that. You hear about it all the time. But this came before the fact. This salvation one came Friday morning. Wow, that's uh, there's a certain uh, uh, amount of kismet going on uh, there with that uh, with that uh, uh, poem coming out at that point. Um, well, Alex, um, anything else going on um, in in your world outside of the world's events, uh, poetry that you want to uh, mention to us? Yeah, poetry exactly, because actually the Arts Council in Sault Ste. Marie is looking at creating a poetry society. For people, they're going to create a, a physical space where at least once a month we can gather and read our writings and stuff like that, which is a long time in coming, and I think in the new year it's going to have its first formation. So that's actually very, very positive. That's great. Well, keep us up to date with uh, with how that uh, the formation of that gets going, and um, and I hope uh, I hope that uh, adds a whole new uh, depth to uh, to poetry um, in your neck of the woods. Absolutely, my friend, and thank you for giving me the airspace for for uh, expressing how I I love that country of France. It's not only because I have family that actually live in, and and you know what? When I emailed one of my cousins. Right, that lives in Paris. He emailed me back right away and said, "Alex, I'm in Mexico City and I'm trying to get back." And I go, "Patrick, you're not going to get back because the French president has just closed all the borders. No planes, no nothing's going to get in." So he's sitting yeah. in Mexico City, not being able to get back to his family. I mean, thinking how helpless of a feeling that is, uh, Rick. Yeah, that's um it's uh, it's tough and it's and certainly anyone who's been alive in in the United States since uh since 2000 remembers uh that experience as well. Um but um well I hope he gets home and thanks again for calling in Alex and and sharing that. And thank you so much for giving me the time today. Thank you always because you have a great program, Rick. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, that was uh, Alex calling from Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, um, up in Ontario there, uh, a frequent uh, participator, it's not a word, is it? Participant, there it is, Um, in Poetry Superhighway uh, Live. I've always uh, said in terms of poetry that um, I I applaud people who don't feel restricted to to the words uh, that actually exist in the English language when they're creating new work. So just, uh, you know, something to think about. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. As we mentioned, always in our promotions, we have no content or style restrictions. Whatever you consider a poem, you're more than welcome to read. Uh, You don't have to worry about language um, uh, uh, or anything of that nature um, uh, suspect language, bad language. Bad is a word I don't need uh, that that implies that that's how I feel about particular words, and it's really not. Um, so whatever you want to read, you're more than welcome to do. If you want to comment or read on uh, on uh, something in response to uh, events in the world, uh, the the attacks in Paris, um, and how you're dealing with that through poetry, you're more than welcome to do that as well. That is certainly not um, an intended theme of today's program, but uh, certainly that's undoubtedly on on uh, a lot of people's minds because it just happened, and one of the ways that we as poets uh, deal with such things is by responding with our art, with, uh, with poetry. So if you've got something on that, feel free to uh, call in and, uh, and do that. Um, in the meantime, we will get to our next caller, and it looks like it is a blocked number. Hello, blocked number. Hello, Rick. Michael, how you doing? Hey, Michael, how you doing? Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Good to have you on. Okay. This is a you, poem. 
and it has a um, epigraph, but the epigraph is an excerpt from an interview from Slate Magazine, and Slate interviewed uh, Jean Julian, the artist of the Paris Peace Sign. I was real intrigued by that. And Slate asked Julian, did you sketch anything before you arrived at this concept? Did you sketch any other things before you arrived at this concept? And the artist replied, no, this was the first thing. When I put my brush on paper, this was the first thing that came. I consider that, now my comment, I, I consider that inspired. Because when I saw that, I, I guess you and listeners have seen the symbol, haven't you? The peace symbol uh, with, Paris. The, this, with the Eiffel Tower as the peace sign? Right. And yeah, it's I, like, I, I thought, yeah, I've wow. seen it. I don't... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't speak for all the listeners, but I suppose just about anyone on on Facebook has probably seen it because it's been posted and reposted many times. Yes. But I know when I saw, it, I thought, "Wow, why hasn't this been done before?" So this is something creative and constructive that resulted from this. So that's how I've chosen these two particular questions from the interview. The second is, had you noticed the similarity between the peace sign and the Eiffel Tower before? And the artist replies, "No, it was just me trying to combine two thoughts, Paris and peace, and somehow graphically it seemed to work." Uh, the poem is entitled "Board, Make Me an Instrument of Your Creativity, Inspire Me a Symbol of Your Peace." The forecast for the global simulcast from the city famous for extending Friday, Joie de Vivre, onward to a Saturday night for the U2 concert in Paris, canceled, postponed. In lieu of a broadcast of music on the same wavelength, an overcast of gloom, footage of pandemonium from the aftermath of an unforecast interruption. The city dims down to half-mast in half-light, a taper demi Lumet at both ends of the aisle, bit below the level, and the tower a glow in the dark specter. Yet the staff always warmer than its bright, and from the jet black ink with a single brisk brushstroke, an icon of the icon appears as the centerpiece of a calligraphic piece sign, a handmade freeform Instagram universal symbol that is at home as the letter A in Paris. The tower enclosed and power lifted atlas like on the back beam of a southern cross resembling a little prince in ascent upon the rock. Nice job, Michael. I enjoyed that. Brought me back to Paris uh, a little bit, and uh, you know the the extra um, addition of things like the little prince, etc. Um, you know, you're you're encompassing a, a lot of uh, French culture into it, and it's it was cool. Thank you. Well, if you look at the symbol there at the bottom there, um, uh, the the um, foot of the tower, that center section. Uh, to me, it reminds me of a... Well, I guess what I've written also as an attractive poem. I've taken this visual artwork and I uh, found a poem on it. So I, in that way, it's a plastic uh, phrases. But I see a little cross there, and it seems to be holding up tower. And so and it's small, like a little print. But uh, I'm glad that you um, and, and appreciate the poem, and I'm glad I could share it. I wrote it last evening. I spent a lot of time last evening. I just been, I saw this, I thought, wow. Why hasn't that happened before? You know, it just seems so right. It's kind of like the French version, the French translation of the peace symbol. And it's, I guess it was just the timing had to, it was just the timing was right. At, unfortunately, it was a tragedy, but uh, the timing was just right to make this. I think it will become a part of uh, culture for the millennium for the rest of the time that mankind is on Earth. 
Well, yeah, no doubt. About- you know, the the Eiffel Tower, of course, is is you know isn't really a symbol of peace. So you know, maybe no one just never thought of it until this uh, horrible tragedy uh, happened. I mean, it's it's an it's an icon of of Paris and of France. Um, you know, no doubt, but uh, uh, not necessarily a hub of 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 peace and and peace activism, but. Um, but uh, perhaps that will change now that uh, now that this uh, symbol exists, um, and after these after these events. But uh, um, right on the money, well done. Interruption. That's a neologism that I didn't quite pronounce as I'd hoped that I would have pronounced it initially. But anyway, you probably have other callers, and so um, I'm glad that the program occurred today because I. There'll probably be other callers uh, who are going to be speaking to the global. Issue. Well, there already there already have been. Um, so uh, so you're right. Well, thanks again for calling in, Michael, and I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Have a good week. You too. Have a good that was. Thank you, Michael. Um, that was uh, Michael calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, uh, another regular caller here on Poach Superhighway Live, reacting um, in his new poem to the symbol, which maybe you've seen, maybe you haven't. Um, I suspect if you're on Facebook, you have, because as I mentioned, it was uh, posted and reposted a number of times. The uh, the artist who melded um, the Eiffel Tower into a circle, making it look like a peace sign. Um, which, uh, you know, as Michael said, seemed like such a no-brainer. Um, as, as soon as as soon as we saw it, it made so much sense. Um, so, uh, but there you go. Um, all right, uh, moving along, ladies and gentlemen, please do call in. The number to call is six four six seven one six seven. 362. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, but in case you're just tuning in, um, uh, uh, both poets who've, who've called in so far have read poems in response, new poems in response to the attacks in Paris, um, dealing with it um, artistically as, as, as we poets do. Uh, however, um, uh, that's not, you know, the the official theme of the show. You're certainly more than welcome to to call in if you have something on that. But you are also welcome to call in if you have something completely unrated, un- unrelated, I should say, um, a brand new poem that you want to read, an old poem. It doesn't have to be on that theme whatsoever. Please call in six four six seven one six seven three six two. Moving along, our next caller is from the nine seven three area code. Hello. That must be me. <laughs> thank you for thank you for notifying me. I I was looking for the, the the notice on the email on my email account and I could not find it. I I knew it had to be today, but when I didn't see the email notice, I figured maybe it was next week. But I'm so glad you notified me. Thank you so much. No problem. My pleasure. Uh, this uh, this sounds like David uh, Neves. Formerly from the lush rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey, and I believe you live. Uh, now I'm in now now I'm in beautiful Asphyxia, Alabama. <laughs> Asphyxia, Greenwood, Alabama. I'm just kidding. What's the name of the real of the city that you really live Callum. in? Callum. I'm I'm right down the road from Michael. I'm 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 off of 65 to the south. Heading towards Alabaster and Clanton. I'm 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 right along 65. 65 runs right through the center of Alabama, and um, uh, north and south. So uh, I can get to. I have my wheels now. I, I have a, um, a a truck, a GMC. So I'm I'm flying high. <laughs> I got my wings. Got well, my wings. If you're flying high, you sh- you shouldn't be driving. That's number one. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, <laughs> and I number two. Yeah. Anyway, number two. I have now, that, now that you have a car, uh, David, uh, even a truck, you you uh, you should get together with Michael and shout poetry at each other. I think. Uh, I'm ready. I'm I know ready. That- tomorrow, tomorrow at South 18th Street, uh, it's a place called Regions. If Michael, if you're li- listening. Uh, nine o'clock. They have an open reading, uh, an open mic there in Legends on on uh, uh, North 18th Street in Birmingham. And I know you know where it is. Legends. 
I'm going to be uh, hemorrhaging on down there tomorrow, okay? So I'll 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 hit up with you. I'll be that cute little fella who looks like Jerry Garcia, who wears uh, sandals with socks. You can't miss me. <laughs> well, you've Where lost the respect uh, of of a good deal of the audience, letting us know that you wore uh, sandals with socks. Uh, if, but uh, if I had any to begin with. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah, that you know, I, Michael. Uh, Michael talks a lot about uh, the the readings which happen at the Birmingham Art Museum, or Museum of Art. I forget what the which, what the right name of it is. Uh, so, I've got to go there. I didn't know they had them. I've got to go there then. I've got to. Yeah, go but there. it sounds like. But the one that you're uh, mentioning is not there. It's at a whole other venue. So maybe uh, maybe Michael will branch out and. And down there, and, and and the two of you will get back to me next month and report of the summit that has happened between two okay. uh, previously unencountered uh, with each other poetry superhighway live regulars. You uh, can go with me. You can go with me to Atlanta because I'm I'm going to be taking a trip to Atlanta to do some uh, open mic there. I'm going to be going to Atlanta. That that'll be a couple. Of, that's but a couple of hours east of here, due east. Interesting. So, uh, so I, I I plan to go on to Atlanta, Tuscaloosa, uh, and uh, Montgomery, of course. So I'm going to be discovering this entire state because for a year I've been sitting in here with my thumbs up my ass and I haven't seen shit. <laughs> so, and you're going to be you're going to be traveling just to just to go to open readings and things. Oh, I'm going to be traveling for all kinds of things. I go to the Civil Rights Museum. Uh, who knows where it is? The 16th Street Baptist Church, the Kelly Ingram Park. I'm there all the time. He wants to meet me down there. He can meet me there. Also, there's uh, 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 Fife's Restaurant. He can meet me for breakfast over there on the 24th Street and 4th, in the 4th Avenue North. So, 24th and 4th, right there, make the turn. I'm right there, too. I, I can go there, too. That's right next to the, interestingly, the APWU building. <laughs> I was a, I was a shop, I was a president, a local APWU president. And it's across the street from the main post office in, in Birmingham. So... Uh, well, that's um, fantastic, David. I think it's so cool that you uh, that you're going to spend so much energy getting out there to do whatever you're going to do, but in particular to to get to readings. I think a, a lot of people, um, you know, are you know when when we start to write poetry, we don't the thing on the top of our list is not necessarily to get out there the amongst. Car. This is this is the first car I've had in 27 years. I haven't driven in like eight years and. And I am absolutely loving it. I used to be a professional driver. I was a driving instructor and a bus driver. And I've done, I practically lived on the road. But was one thing led to another, and I've been a year stuck. But I finally got a car, and I can't, uh, I should have done this much sooner. Much, much sooner. But anyway, I haven't yet. Yeah, I just like as I was saying, um, I I think it's a lot of people when they they get in involved with poetry, they don't you know in writing it's it's a very private, uh, even lonely uh, thing to do, and they you know and most many people aren't aware, and if they are, sometimes are are shy to actually take the first step to get to it. That there's um, a whole community all over the world, really, of of other poets who um, not who aren't just doing the same thing that you're doing, but they're actually going out to readings and open mics and interacting with each other and workshops. And I just think it's one of the best things you can do to get in front of other people and read a poem, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, for your own confidence as well as to... Um, Absolutely. Uh, open mics. Yeah. I, I did that in Hoboken. Every Tuesday night I was in Hoboken, and I used to read my poetry... And I, I tell you, I've got, I got some wonderful responses. I got some rousing responses, particularly when I read my rhyming stuff, all my, my lyric, uh, uh, my lyric needed stuff. They absolutely loved that. And the, but they loved most of all my Harry Shapiro poem about the war veteran, about the Vietnam vet who was a cook in Vietnam. 
because it had a lot of curse words in it. It was about the YMCA, which everybody knows, and I lived for three years there. So, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm done. Well, David, you have, a, you have a phone for us? Yes, I do. I have a, it, it's, it's a very similar, it's not about what happened in Paris, but it is about something very similar that happened uh, actually um, 75 years ago um, in Coventry, England. It is actually a Christmas carol that I wrote new words to. It's called A New Coventry Carol. And don't worry, I will, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> Thank you in I'm advance. <laughs> I'm going. I'm this. I'm going to read it, but it can be sung, and I do sing it on the YouTube, uh, on my YouTube channel. But I'm going to basically. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do a rap. <laughs> I'm going to do the rap. Here it is. New Coventry Carol, um, and uh, there's a story to this, but it's going to take too long to tell it. So let me just read the poem. Okay, go for it. Lonely lie, thou little tiny child. Bye bye, wee 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 lie, thou little tiny child. Bye bye, wee 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 lie. Do you now hear the violent sound? Bye bye, wee 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 lie. The furious rage against the crown. Bye bye, wee 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 lie. The perilous chains from checkered sky. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. On all those foreordained to die. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. The vile assault on sacred spire. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. All raised and barfed in evil fire. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. The endless blackness hailing down. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. No little tiny child within our town. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. A sea of mortar, bricks and and mud. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. We do resist to bitter blood. Bye-bye, This battered town twice crucified. Bye-bye, In deathly peace on every side. Bye-bye, All truth is pope, long gone from view. Bye-bye, no one will know what Churchill knew. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. Now all is calm, sedate, and mild. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. There is no more a little tiny child. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. Lulay, Lulay, no little tiny child. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. No little tiny child. Bye-bye, Lulay, Lulay. Cool, David. I, uh, I, I didn't sense so much rapping going on uh, there, but, uh, but a fine read. It is uh, just an aside real quick. This particular this particular story this town in England uh, captivated me because there was a, a a particular book a story that circulated that Churchill actually knew five days ahead of time uh, of the 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 Luftwaffe bombardment in advance he knew that they were going to bombard uh, Coventry but because the royal, uh, uh, because Scotland Yard had broken the code, he did not want to tip the Nazis off. So he did not tell the 
the, 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 the residents of the town of Coventry, and thus he sacrificed about 10,000 lives. That mm. was a story that circulated, but alas, that story is BS. It's not true. So I had to rewrite the poem. I had to write the poem. It was going to be far more uh, uh, intriguing and far more, um, uh, how shall I say it, uh, uh, scandalous. But I had to rewrite it so that it reflected the truth, what actually happened. So that's what you hear there. That's the reference to Churchill. No one really knows what he knew, but he thought it was London that, the, that was going to be bombarded, not Coventry. Uh, Got it. So well, David, the, thank you so much for uh, for calling in today. I really appreciate it. It's been a while since I've uh, I've heard from you. Not sure why you're not getting the uh, the emails, but uh, maybe send me an email with your correct email address, and I'll make sure you're on the list so you thank you get you so them. Much. And, thank uh, you so and, much. And Michael, I'll see you there tomorrow night if you if if you're <laughs> able. If you're so inclined. Yep. Well, we're not sure if Michael's going to show up, uh, but you're going to report back to us, David, and and let us know. Um, all right. That was David from uh, Alabama. Now, though, I will always consider David to be a resident of Newark, New Jersey, where he uh, lived when he first started calling into this show. Um, I'm not sure what New Jersey is doing without him, to be honest. It's, it feels like there's probably a void in that state. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number for you to call in is 646-716-7362. we got about 20 minutes left in the show. If you want to get, in, get on um, the air, I recommend you call in uh, now as we get closer to the end to start zooming through people, and it's, uh, we don't have as much time to talk with you. We might not get to you, so I always recommend if you want to – even considering – Calling in better, better do it now. Six four six seven one six seven three six two. Our next caller is from the two seven zero area code. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's Good this? Afternoon. Um, Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, I'm Trish Lindsay Jaggers, and um, I just thought I would call in. I was one of the finalists, I, I suppose, with the Poetry Superhighway contest uh, earlier. And I, I, I did not know about the call-in venue until the whole contest thing. So I put it on my calendar and sent myself a note. Um, and I thought I would read uh, one of the poems from my latest collection that will be coming out from Finishing Line Press in February of next year uh, from the collection Holonym. That sounds great, Trish. Uh, let us know where you're calling from. Oh, I'm calling from um, South Central Kentucky, Smith Grove. Kentucky. All right. The yes, uh, the Midwest and the Southeast are well represented uh, uh, <laughs> today, and I sure do like uh, I sure do like your bourbon over there. Oh, do you? Well, at least you said you know you you peg the bourbon and not the horses. Well, you have some great writers in this state, but uh, well, yes, okay. I, I will I will send you some bourbon. How is that? That sounds great. Please, something, something, uh, you know, that uh, the, something local that uh, that that's a secret that you can only get there. That you know, I can't just buy it at Bevmo. You know, I've got plenty of Maker's Mark already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, they make some uh, very fine uh, moonshine jelly around here too. What a what a time to be alive in Kentucky. <laughs> um, well. Um, the poem that I thought that I would read with is um, On Finding Black Judgment, and the title is from a collection of poetry, an early collection by Nikki Giovanni, um, titled the same, Black Judgment. On Finding Black Judgment for Nikki Giovanni. By the front entrance of the small county library, the withdrawn books, this one, a dime, already on its way out. In the beginning was the word, and the word was death. Discard stamped across her left cheek. The black and white photograph sneaked inside the back cover like it had to, like it had to. Nikki G's revolution, withdrawn, 
shut tight inside the faded brown shaded covers. A rebel flag drawn over the back window of a white pickup truck parked across two spaces outside the library like it was stamped there, like it had to. The red arrowing in like blood, like anemia. Ten years later, near the eve of Juneteenth, nine names withdrawn, stamped out of the registry in the South Carolina church one pale Trojan horse was welcomed into. There had to be one. Please say their names, they say. Peace be still, Nikki says. Only the torch can show the way. As kids, we drew in the night air with sparklers, made circles and crosses of fire, the dark streaked red. The rings and X's lingered like a stain until we could see them with our eyes closed, see them insist on staying alive. Peace be still. I won't say his name, but it is many. It is death. Bibles drawn in front of him, the table spread with words. In the beginning was the deed, and the deed was death. And her words sold for a dime. Words make dying sound easy. He is forgiven already. They pray for him. Peace be still. The X drawn over a red-stained heritage he protects as though someone can take it from him, as though it could ever be lost, even on purpose. Inside his red and white cover, he stamps, withdrawn, 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 withdrawn. Then he drives away. He simply drives away. Say their names for Nikki G. Please say their names. The rumblings of this peace must be stilled. Be stilled. Be still. Trish, thank you very much. I really got lost in your in your reading of that that poem. Uh, you have a really nice uh, 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 way of reading your poetry. Enjoyed that quite a bit. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. I think these poems are more necessary now with uh, the events in Paris. Uh, violence can't be tolerated anywhere, and uh, I think poets respond best with poetry. And you have a fantastic afternoon, and I'll see how um, legal it is to ship bourbon to you. <laughs> Please, that's, that's uh, that should be something everyone should be looking into. How you know the legalities and technicalities of shipping bourbon to me uh, in Southern <laughs> California. Uh, let me ask a couple questions before I let you go. You said you, you have a new book coming out on Finishing Line Press. Tell, tell us the title again. It's Holonym. 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 H O L O N Y M. It's um, it's the relationship of a whole uh, created by its parts. You can think of of the tree being represented by the rick of wood, or um, flower is the holonym of petal. Flower is the whole of which petal is a part, um, and the stamen and pistil, and it's a semantic relation. You know, words, phrases, images, and what they represent. Hmm. So it comes out bring- in February. Oh, that's great! You're bringing me back to high school biology, where I I made a point of memorizing all of the the diagrams of the biological parts of flowers and such in order to pass the tests. Um, <laughs> uh, in February, and if um, if people want to, uh, I mean, I guess people obviously have to wait till February. But uh, do, will it be up on Amazon? Do you have a website you can give out or something if if people want well, to stay? Well, they the actually have it up right now, uh, pre-order. Uh, at finishinglinepress.com, all one word, finishinglinepress.com, and just look for uh, H-O-L-O-N-Y-M or Trish Lindsay Jaggers, and you'll be able to find it. It's up there, um, pre-order for 1249 
and I think maybe 249 discounted shipping if it's pre-ordered. Very and it cool. Out February the 19th. And so you also mentioned you were a finalist in the. Uh, that's actually not a word that we we necessarily use uh, for our contest, um, but um, you you scored in the top ten positions in, uh, I did. in, our, in the contest. I apologize. I shouldn't have said finalist. I oh, that's scored okay. in the top that's, ten positions. Yes, sir. Uh, it wasn't a scolding. Or a, don't don't worry. Um, <laughs> do um did you get a prize? Did did your prize come? I already? did receive my prize, and I have their address, and I'm going to send them uh, a little gift from. From Kentucky, I received an excellent book, as a matter of fact, by C.A. Lindsay, Songs from a San Diego Morning, and I've been enjoying those poems. That's great. So um, it's I just it's such a cool thing. I think, um, uh, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or contest here, but that you know there's a contest that exists where you kind of win even if you don't win. You know. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. What a treat! And when I received that book, I was just. Um, and I was enthralled with my book, and I just love it that poets support other poets in such an endeavor uh, by making this contest possible. You make it possible, and then all these donations make it possible as well. It's fantastic. Win-win for everyone. Yay. Well, Trish, thank you so much for calling in. Great to hear your voice, and uh, do so again. We do this every month, and okay. um, and uh, have a great rest of your day in Kentucky. All right, you too. And thank you for making all this possible for poets everywhere. You have a great My afternoon. Pleasure. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. All right, that was, bye. That was uh, Trish Lindsay Jaggers calling from Smith's Grove, Kentucky, reading a poem from her forthcoming uh, book on Finishing Line Press. You can check it out. You can pre-order it right now at the Finishing Line Press website, finishinglinepress.com, I think was the website. Um, but my brain doesn't work as well as I'd like it, so like it too, so I could be wrong there. But let me look that up for you. Um, yes, it's finishinglinepress.com. Ah, the Internet. Remember when it didn't exist, and if you didn't know something, you just didn't know it, and that was it? Now you can look it up. Um, the source of all knowledge is available to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, few minutes left in the show. Uh, open lines, if you want to call in, the number is 646-716-7362. Um, I want to read uh, a poem from my uh, most recent book. The book is called Making Love to the 50-Foot Woman. Uh, it came out earlier this year on Rothko Press out of Hollywood, California. It's uh it's a book of poems. Uh, it's, a, it's a collection of poems, essentially, you know, uh, called new poems. It's a collection of new poems, although uh, it w- was written over uh, the course of about 17 years. The last time I put out a collection of this nature was in 1998. My book, I Am My Own Orange County. So this is a um, was it was kind of a big deal that I finally put out another full collection of new work that wasn't. Themed. I mean, now it's not that I wasn't putting books out. I've put out a book almost every year, but most of them are travel books, all written over the course of a, a couple-week trip somewhere. For example, the one that came out last year was called The Gettysburg Undress, all poems written while traveling through uh, some of the northern, northeastern, uh, mid-Atlantic states. Um, started in Pennsylvania, went through Gettysburg, went through Washington, D.C., Richmond, Virginia, and Baltimore, Maryland. So it's all poems written on that trip, during that trip, basically in the order that they were written as well, kind of a poetic travel log. So um, it's cool. It's funny. You should check it out. Um, but uh, I've been doing that for so long, putting out these travel books, that it was it was kind of a um, a, a chunk of work and, and an accomplishment for me and uh, um, a, a milestone to finally get out an actual collection of poetry written over time, all the rest of the poetry that I wrote, that I've been writing all these other, all the rest of these years, um, Making Love to the 50-Foot Woman, this particular poem is called I'd Rather Be in France. It's a poem I wrote on a trip, I think in 2012, I went to a conference in, or outside of London uh, to, to to read poetry and to teach a poetry workshop there, and uh, my wife came along with me, and we um, used the opportunity to extend the trip, and we went off into into Paris for a few days, and then uh, before we came home. Um, and this piece was written when I when I came home. I don't know if you've been to Paris, uh, but it, it's not that terrorism is um, is 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 less 
impactful anywhere that it happens. But I think one of the reasons that people are reacting so strongly to this particular um, occasion of, of terrorism is because of the, um, I don't know, well, at least for me, there's a really strong um, uh, emotional connection to the city of Paris. It's really an extraordinary city. Um, full of life and art and love and and culture and um, and and you know maybe this is just my personal connection with it and, and I don't mean to um, downplay the, the contra- those kinds of contributions that exist from from certainly every other cities but I, I, Paris is one of my favorite places in the world and um, and I I was I was definitely uh, very sad to to see about the attacks that happened. There. So this is my poem, uh, not really about the attacks, but about missing Paris after I arrived home uh, from the last time I was there. Um, and again, before I get into it, if you want to call in and read a poem in the few minutes we have left, the number is 646-716-7362. This is called I'd Rather Be in France. Five days away from Paris, and all I want to do is eat French food, drink French wine, wander in and out of French castles, and put my lips on yours every time we cross a French river. The truth is, in Paris, if you don't kiss the one you love every five minutes, they exile you to Belgium. Don't get me wrong. Belgium is great. It is still Europe. It makes every place in America look like a chicken shack. But it is no Paris, the city where love was invented or at least perfected. The city where the Eiffel Tower is bigger than you think. The city where if you don't eat a plate of cheese every day, you might as well kill yourself. I am in Van Nuys, California, nine hours away by aeroplane. It takes more to come back. They did it that way on purpose, so you'd have sufficient time to contemplate the weight of what you're doing. No man should leave Paris, not without a solid plan to come back. If you're a poet and you leave Paris, may the angels be persuaded to forgive you. Oh, water lily, oh, baguette, I've got a hankering for you. Oh, ninth bridge, oh, sacred heart, I'm the island in the middle of you, my lips forever wet with your river. That was my poem, I'd Rather Be in France, from my uh, most recent book, Making Love to the 50-Foot Woman, available right now, anywhere where fine books are sold online. Uh, Amazon, you can get it on my website, as well as well as read a few other sample poems from, from it, if you're so inclined. Well, I want to thank everyone for calling in uh, my... Um, uh, my my gratitude goes to uh, Alex from Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, from uh, to Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, from David from uh, also from Alabama, and from Trish from Smith's Grove, Kentucky, for uh, our filling out our show today with poetry. Our next show will be Sunday, December thirteenth at two o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, same exact format as this. I realize we didn't have a. We do this every month. We didn't do it last month though because we had our contest winners announcement, and you can still check that in, in the archive. Um, that's the only place uh, where we list the top ten scoring poets. Uh, other than that, we just have our top three winners. Who you can read online. But if you want to see who scored in the top ten positions, or find out if you were one of those people because you didn't uh, you didn't tune in before, then you can listen to that show in the archive as well as every show that we've done since we launched this program. Um, a handful of years ago. So um, there you go. Our next show again, December 13th at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Uh, one more reminder uh, for the rest of this month, you can get your ebooks in to participate in the great poetry ebook free for all. Um, all the information is online. Go to the Poetry Superhighway website, and right there at the top is uh, a link to the 11th Annual Great Poetry Ebook Free for All on how to participate, how to get your ebook together. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You could literally just put a bunch of poems in a Word document 
export it as a PDF, and that's it. Of course, uh, many people uh, do um, some more complex things, add graphics, format it um, in kind of a cool way to enhance it. But you don't have to do that if you want to participate. Uh, join in, fill out the form there, do it before the end of the month because um, uh, uh, that's the deadline. And then all of the ebooks that are in will be freely downloadable to everyone in the world for 24 hours on December first. It's our 11th year doing this. Um, it's another way that we um, service the mission of the Poetry Superhighway, which is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. Uh, my name is Rick Lupert of the Poetry Superhighway and of Van Nuys, California. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Have a lovely rest of your afternoon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.